0: Today, we're talking about daily rituals. And for me, my daily ritual has always been in the morning. I just find that starting the day fresh with a ritual is far better than trying to do one at the end of the day.
1: What's the difference between a daily ritual and a daily routine? Well, let me put it this way. There's only one thing they have in common. They're both something you participate in consistently every day. A daily routine is more task-oriented, like making the bed or taking a shower. But a daily ritual is internally motivated, meaning its purpose is to help you connect with the essence of who you are and what you're called to do. It may include time in nature, self-reflection, reading, meditating, journaling, reciting mantras or affirmations, or even setting an intention for the day. It's centered around personal growth, mental clarity and focus, attitude, and spiritual connection. By prioritizing time each day to nurture your inner space and connect to your innate spiritual energy through a daily ritual, you can expect to feel less anxious and more peaceful, clear and focused rather than scattered and distracted confident and self-assured rather than indecisive or intimidated, and most importantly, deeply connected on a soul level to your sense of being. Hey, my name is Janelle Thiessen, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to another episode of The Human Being Project by The Change Evolutionist. In this podcast, I join my dad, Ron Thiessen, to explore the difference between being and doing.
0: In a world of constant distractions, sky-high expectations, and the relentless pursuit of more, we examine what would happen if we made space for more being and less doing.
1: I did a 365-day project once. In 2019, Mm. I started it. And that's when I started having a morning ritual. And Mm. I had no idea. I had read in a book, it was called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. He was talking about making tiny little steps towards your goals Instead of seeing your goals as these huge, overwhelming things. So part of what he talked about there was also that people who set themselves up for success always have a great morning routine. They start with some key things. Uh, And I've read this too in other places that entrepreneurs have the same mentality. They start their morning with some Uh, Mm non-negotiables. Usually it's, you know, eating breakfast, some form of exercise, some form of meditation, reading for a brief period of time, and then sometimes journaling. Those are the ones I've heard of, and those were the okay. ones I implemented. Okay. So I would start the morning with a big, oh, and hydration. I would start the morning with a big glass of water, then I'd go for my walk to a bird sanctuary that's near my house, and then I would come back, read a couple books, like 10 pages or so of mm-hmm. personal development type books, and journal mm-hmm. about it. And then have some meditation. And Mm. that was a a, a crazy time-consuming process, Mm. but I stuck with it pretty much every day for a year. And I don't know if I can attribute some deep personal growth to partly that process or, or what, but I have definitely lost my way several times since then where I don't have a morning ritual.
0: Do you notice a difference when you don't have a morning ritual?
1: Yeah, I feel like directionless and it does mm-hmm. sort of affect the rest of the day because I think when you wake up and you get right to whatever it is, you know, usually for me, it's like, oh, I've got 16 things to do this morning, you know, laundry and getting some dishes cleared away. Oh, I have to go to the store and grab this. And by the time you get sucked into that and then into your work, it feels like the whole day has no focus. It feels mm. like it's all, it's all kind of disoriented. Mm. But at the same time, I feel like you have to be careful with how long that morning routine is because it can just, right. it can almost be draining. Then you're like, man, I got to get up at 5 30 AM just to do my two and a half hour morning routine. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to find ways to streamline that. So I could still do all mm-hmm. the things, but just not have it take like two and a half hours. How about you?
0: Yeah. For me, I, I've never had a morning ritual. I don't think that took hours of time. If I think back to when I was a, a teenager, this is such a weird thing, but I really wanted to get in shape and and the way that I decided to get in shape was to run. I would run in the morning, but I would run at like four o'clock in the morning because I didn't want anybody to see me. And uh, so i get up at... Yeah, well, exactly. But as a teenager, you know, you're so... F- well, oh yeah, so concerned, <laughs> you know. And I would get up at four. I would run for about an hour and a half, and I'd come home and go back to bed for two hours before I got up to to go to school. Oh but, my goodness! But but that morning ritual it started me on a. a I I just fell in love with early morning, and uh, and mm. so I really kept my rituals in the morning for many years, and. What I do, and I still have my rituals in the morning. So, what I do in the morning now is uh, three days a week, I'm going to the gym. So, that's kind of the first thing I do. You know, when I get up, I, I freshen up and I go to the gym. And then when I come back, I'll have a glass of celery juice and a glass of lemon water before I eat anything. And then I always have a time of meditation, prayer, reading focusing, mindfulness, sometimes it depends. I just get, I get my mind really focused on not necessarily what I'm going to be doing that day, but just opening myself up to a spiritual energy and intuition. Mm-hmm. I read regularly. I read uh, things that have to do with, with personal growth. I almost always read something from the Bible because I, I really was raised in a Bible-based home. And for Mm -hmm. me, that's always it's always been important because for me the the Bible is like the manufacturer's handbook. You know, I think it's God talking to us about how life works. And I I often find such wisdom and and insight in what I read there. And, And then some of the other books that I read, I have a tendency sometimes I'll stay with one book and I'll go through it over and over and over again. Uh, during that time, because every time I read through it again, I get a deeper level of understanding. Mm -hmm. the one that I've really been working with for the last two years almost is The Power of Intention by Wayne Dyer. And Mm. so much fascinating stuff in there. And I'm actually so blessed because one of my student TAs gave me a copy of that book, In an illustrated version, it's beautifully illustrated. So it's like this bright, beautiful book in the morning that I can, you know, it doesn't matter if it's summer, winter, rain or shine, (laughs) that book is beautifully, beautifully done. And it really draws me in. But mm-hmm. the, the principles there, I see them over and over again. And I, I get a deeper understanding each time that I, that I do that. And that's actually the very same thing that I experienced with the Bible. When I read something that I've read before and I'll see it in a different light, I'll see it from a different angle. I'll get a deeper understanding, but I've never allowed my morning ritual to take up hours of time because I get antsy. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm, if it's more than an hour, Mm, I'm -hmm. I'm getting antsy so I know that about myself so I limit it to that time for me the the reason the morning is important one because I love the morning there are lots of people who are not up at that time so it means then you don't have a lot of distraction you can feel like even when I drive to the gym in the morning I go early so there's not much traffic on the road and I feel like I'm almost alone which is a a really good feeling for for me the morning ritual it sets me up for the day Uh, Mm -hmm. you know I, I just, I can't imagine that if I did the same thing at night, that it would have the same effect. Because if I go to bed having just done my my rituals, I mean, I, I don't know, I've never tried it, but for me, it, doing it in the morning sets up the day for me. I remember there was a quote, a saying from Martin Luther, who was the leader of the Reformation movement back, you know, when we were coming out of the Dark Ages.
1: As the story goes, Martin Luther, a 16th century monk and theologian, was once asked by a friend what his plans were for the following day. And he replied, work, work from early until late. In fact, I have so much to do that I'm going to spend the first three hours in prayer. He purportedly went on to say, if I fail to spend two hours in prayer each morning, the devil gets the victory through the day. I have so much business, I can't go without spending three hours daily in prayer. Well, what the heck did he mean by that?
0: His mentality was completely different. You know, the busier I am, the more time I need for my ritual, for what's mm. rejuvenates me or for what puts me in touch with the energy that I need for the day. I haven't followed that, but I do follow that principle that I've got so many things to do today. I cannot do them without spiritual energy infused into me. And that's my morning ritual. Mm-hmm now it's really a part of me and i can't imagine not having the ritual there have been some days when you know you get up and just everything sort of seems to cascade in quickly so i don't carry out the morning ritual it happens very rarely but occasionally it does happen and the whole day gets off sort of crooked you know hmm. you and i were trying to adjust a bolt yesterday and we started the thread crooked when you do mm-hmm. that, it's really tough. Like you can keep going, but it's it's tough. Every turn of the screw is tough. Yes. That's kind of the way life feels. If you if I don't have that. If I do, then it just the bolt just screws in there, just like it's supposed to. It's smooth, and it you know that's the way the day unfolds.
1: This is how I feel when I don't have a morning routine. I feel disconnected. I feel mm-hmm. disconnected spiritually. I feel sort of uh, disconnected from my energy, even like I, I feel not my radiant self. Mm-hmm. There are moments of it throughout the day, even if I haven't conducted a morning ritual, but I, I, you know what? It People call it setting intentions for the day, setting an intention mm-hmm. for the day. And mm-hmm. that's always, I've always been like, that sounds so lame. Like I'm going to set an intention for the day. What's my intention? Like whatever, what is your intention? I don't know. The setting of an intention thing is over my head. I don't get it. But I think the actual morning routine is setting an intention because by dedicating that time to your mental and spiritual union, you are setting the intention that this day is is sanctified. This day is ordained. Mm. I'm moving through my day as a beacon of light. I'm going to allow whatever experiences happen to pass through me. I'm not going to have judgments about them. I'm going to practice letting go. I'm going to practice accepting. I'm going to practice living in the moment. And you're kind of making that covenant when you set aside that time first thing to read, journal, walk, right. you know, right. meditate, whatever. Yeah. What would you suggest to someone like me who's like an over the top all or nothing, so, you know, mm-hmm. for me if if successful entrepreneurs do these five things, I too will do these five things. <laughs> But it well, takes so much time.
0: Yeah. I, I think what you're doing, you're saying I have to do each one of them fully and completely. Yes. And and I, I don't think that's true. Like You can even rotate. If you've got five things, you've got five days of the week that you can plug in oh, one that's thing good idea. at a time. Or you can focus on two of the five things. So this morning, it's those two. And the next morning, it's another two. The next morning, it's just the one. Yeah. You can cover them all in a week. We get so wrapped up in in the fact that we have a 24 hour clock. Mm-hmm. And so we're thinking as days go by, I have to do this every day. And I, I think that gets that can get very constricting when mm-hmm. you when you just don't have the time and energy. You know, I was just thinking as you were talking about the days when I have to travel and the flight leaves early. Mm. So you know, if you get up, you're getting up at three thirty in the morning or four o'clock in the morning to get ready because you had got to be at the airport. Um, then I just take those times and I say, okay, right now I'm in a rush. I'm going to get to the airport, and now you know because they insist that you be at the boarding gate so long before your flight. Okay, that's the time that I'm going to take for my morning ritual. And then I'm not uptight. I don't have my book in front of me. I don't get uptight about that. I just go find a quiet spot. And then I I just go inside. I do my meditation. I do my, my preparation for the day. If you're doing a morning ritual, you're already ahead of the game. If you then tell yourself, well, I have to do this and I have to do that. And this must follow that. It gets to be a ritual that captures you instead of you managing that ritual to manage your own preparation for the day.
1: Yeah. And I guess when you have you know, a schedule that doesn't fall in line with the, I get up in the morning and start my day type mm, thing, like for people right. who work shift work, but you can do a daily ritual at any point in the day. Right. The point is really just that you set aside time to be present, sink right into that moment and even learn some things. That's what yeah. I find about reading is that things I'm not thinking about, I'm reading now in this book and then I'm thinking about them throughout the rest of the right. day or as I go to sleep, or whenever it is I choose to read that book, right? I feel like reading and even listening to podcasts, I mean, yes, of Mm -hmm. course, listening to podcasts (laughs) are very uh, (laughs) personal growth opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're challenged in Mm -hmm. ways to think about things that you normally wouldn't think about. So
0: right? Yeah.
1: yeah, I think we could do a daily ritual at any time of the day And like you said, for those just starting out, if you just want to incorporate something that says, I'm setting the tone for my day with my actions, you could do that. You could do one thing per day, or you could, you know, drink a glass of water, go for a 15-minute walk and meditate. And then the next day, Mm -hmm. drink a glass of water, go for a walk, and then read a book. You know what I mean?
0: Right. And when you talk about going for a walk, I think this is really important because anything that you do... You can do mindfully or you can do mindlessly, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, going for a walk, I could just go for a walk. This is what I do. I walk around the block and I can do that mindlessly or I can do it mindfully and it Mm -hmm. will take the same amount of time. Mm -hmm. But while you're doing that activity to be disciplining your mind to focus on things you would like to think about rather than just kind of drifting through Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you're doing. You know, I, I often do that at the gym. It's very mindful. I'm paying attention to my muscles. How do they feel? And I picture this energy going into my muscles and building strength or my cardio, you know, building that capacity for, for breath. That's a very powerful thing. I don't, don't do it every time, but many times when I'm in the gym, I'm doing that and I'm just feeling what my body is absorbing. And I think uh, the times that I do that, it seems to, to increase the impact of the workout for me. Mm. So you can do anything you're doing mindfully. You can work mindfully. Yeah.
1: I mean, working mindfully maybe is a bit tricky. Like, I don't know when I think mindfully, I'm thinking about being very present. And I mean, Mm. I suppose you're being present in your work, but presence to me is kind of a soul connection too, to whatever's happening in the moment.
0: Well, I'm very fortunate because most of my work involves something to do with connection like whether I'm writing or even recording like this, or if I'm preparing f- to meet with my clients or preparing a course for university, it's pretty easy to be mindful doing that because you're thinking about what impact am I trying to generate with what I'm doing? And am I preparing something that will generate that kind of impact? But you know, for somebody who has a manual type job... Still, you can be mindful at your work. What does that feel like to you know? As Kevin, your your husband would say, you know, pulling wrenches. What does that feel like? You know, what's my experience there? I'm crawling around under a vehicle. I'm trying to you know figure out what the problem is, and and to do that, you know, not just using your expertise, but but also to do it mindfully and and to be aware of how your body is functioning, how your mind is thinking through a problem. And okay, so if that is happening, maybe this is the problem. And, you know, you, you can do that mindfully or you can do it mindlessly. It's mm-hmm. totally up to you, mm-hmm. but it takes the same amount of time. And you can be benefiting from the discipline of your mind because that's where, as we know, we've talked about many times, this is where the problems begin to occur is in your mind when your mind tells you that you can't do what your heart dreams of doing. Mm. And so when you learn to discipline your mind and you take any opportunity you can to discipline your mind your mind is a wonderful, fascinating, powerful tool that you have, but it needs to be managed. You can't just let it go off and do its own thing. Mm -hmm. So I just want to make it clear that for me, the morning ritual is what works for me. There are very clear reasons why the morning ritual works, but you have to find your own rhythm and what fits in your schedule. And for some people, winding down at the end of the day and having that check-in and listening for, uh, you know, what did I do well today? Where could I have been more on purpose? That's very important and very powerful. And when you go to sleep on that thought, you know, how could I have been a more effective human being today? That's a very powerful way of ending your day.
1: There's also like the midday check-in, like for example, on your lunch break. You know, mm-hmm. if you just decide if you have a 45 minute lunch break and you decide 15 minutes of that is going to be just a mindfulness moment, you know, where you'll reconnect with yourself, it can actually change the direction of the day, especially if it hasn't gotten off to the greatest start. So there's, there's moments yeah. at any time mm-hmm. where you can do some sort of daily ritual and it doesn't have to be the same time every day, does it? There's no rules. No,
0: there's no, no rules. No, there's no there's no rules. But I also say this that the daily ritual, if you do that. It is an energy charger. And when you're saying to yourself, I just don't have the energy or the time. It's like Mm -hmm. people would say, I I don't have the energy. I'm I'm afraid that if I go to the gym and do a workout, I'm really going to be tired the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. No, a workout regenerates you. It fires everything up in your body. You'll be less tired. And it's the very same thing with a ritual, a daily ritual, that you'll be less exhausted. You'll be more energized. You'll be clearer. You know, Mm -hmm. mindful people get more done in less time with fewer mistakes. If if you're living and and you're in this mindful state, your energy level is completely different than if Mm -hmm. you are are just trying to drag through day by day by day.
1: What did you think of this shorter episode? Let us know in Spotify by clicking reply in the Q&A section for this episode or visit The Change Evolutionist on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to share your thoughts. Never miss an episode. Get notification to your inbox when a new episode is released. Download to your device or listen on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts. To get notifications, go to thechangeevolutionist.com forward slash subscribe. For more information and links, check out the show notes. Ron Thiessen is a practicing psychologist and educator. To apply as a guest on the podcast, please visit thechangeevolutionist.com forward slash podcast guest.